Good morning. <laughs> oh my goodness me, do you know what? I have so much to say today. Um, first of all, happy, happy Monday. Oh my goodness me. Um, it is the start of a new week. It is start of a new working week for me and probably school for you. Definitely school for my children. So, um, yeah, it's just still early in the morning here. Oh, excuse me. Probably late where you are um, or when a lot of you are, but it is very early here. I don't know what the weather's doing, but I think it's raining. Um, I haven't actually looked yet. <laughs> so I was busy all day yesterday. I opened my shop, my little shop, and um, yeah, we kind of stayed in there all day because it was raining. It was horrible. Um, and um, so my mum, my littlest one, went to my mum um, for the day. And me and the other two were busy, busy, busy in the shop. So we had lots of people coming in. A lot of them were just looking, um, but a lot of people also um, bought things. So that was all good. So that's money to put by for Christmas. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I have got quite a few people to mention today so let's get on <clears throat> excuse me so first of all the riddle from yesterday so the riddle from yesterday was a man calls his dog from the opposite side of a river the dog crosses the river without getting wet and without using a bridge or a boat how did he do this? Now, as you know, there sometimes can be a couple of answers that make sense. Um, but I can only take the one that is written down for me. So, um, although uh, a few of you guessed, um, you guessed something that it could have been but unfortunately it wasn't including Ida who you guessed they jumped the river now dogs are very clever and they can actually jump as long as the river's not too big too wide um they would have been it would have been able to jump so yes that's kind of right but it wasn't the answer that was written down I'm afraid so Evangelina you got the riddle right and you, you were the first one to uh, message me with the correct answer you said that the river was frozen oh of course it was now Evangelina, I've got a problem because um, you messaged, you've messaged me a few times, um, but I can't message you back. So um, I'm not quite sure why I can't message you back. Um, so I'm really sorry and I'm not ignoring you, I promise. It is just that 
for some reason it just tells me that I can't reply to your messages. So, um, so please, please don't think I'm ignoring you. But well done, Evangelina, for getting the riddle right. Um, now we have 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 a new riddle, obviously. And the new riddle is from Zoe. And it is, where do bears, kings, giants, frogs, pirates, mice and mermaids all live happily side by side? I don't know where it is, but... I would really like to live there too, if we've got mermaids and oh, all sorts, pirates, oh, maybe even dinosaurs, what do you think? I'd like to live there too, so where do you think it all is? Um, wherever it is, count me in. <laughs> so, well done. Um, to uh, Zoe for sending me that riddle and all of you put your thinking caps on and see if you can get it. Um, so uh, the fun fact for today is that octopuses have three hearts. Can you imagine a poor octopus getting his heart broken? He'd be three times as unhappy and sad than anybody else because he's got three hearts to break oh the poor thing i don't know why they have three hearts hmm. maybe somebody out there can tell me also um i did think that octopuses wasn't the right word i thought well, maybe it's supposed to be octopi but I googled it and octopuses is the right word, right way to say it, apparently. So there you go. Now, you know. Um, OK, so what day is it today? Apart from being Monday and apart from being the 28th of November, it is Cyber Monday, which comes after Black Friday. So it's just another shopping day and... Um, it means that my internet is probably going to be slow again or non-existent like it was on Friday. Uh, Friday and Saturday was a complete and utter standstill for my internet and I need it to do this. I need the internet. So um, I was worried, uh, I can't remember what day it was, Saturday I think, Saturday morning, I was really worried that my story wasn't going to go out because I couldn't get it to download on the um, thing. So uh, luckily it did. But if you ever come across, um, a, you know, a morning, if you ever wake up in the morning and it isn't there, it is probably the fact that my internet has crashed or something so please don't worry um anyway oh, what other day is it it is national french toast day oh 
Now, we don't call it French toast day or French toast in our house. We call it eggy bread. Love eggy bread. Um, the kids love eggy bread for breakfast. Um, and we have all sorts of toppings on it. You can experiment with different toppings. You can put berries on it. You can put syrup on it. Um, you can put honey on it. You can just do whatever you want with it, really. Um, whatever. Do you know what my little one likes? Eggy bread with chocolate spread. Ugh. <laughs> Yuck. I don't know why. Just ugh, horrible. Anyway, it's also Red Planet Day. Do we know what, out of all the planets in the sky, do we know which one is the red planet? It is Mars. Well done. Well, that's because if you look at it and if you look at it possibly through a telescope, sometimes if the sky is really, really clear, you can see it. But it has like a red tinge to it. But that's because the surface has got rusty iron on it. So Red Planet Day commemorates the launch of the spacecraft called Mariner 4 in 1964. And it took eight full months to reach Mars. Wow. All those months for those poor people. And then it did a flyby. Um in i think it was july 1964 and um so it it managed to actually fly by mars how amazing is that oh, i love anything to do with space it's amazing so um i have a new book to try Let's see whether we like it now it's called um, apparently there was uh, there's a few. Uh, I think there's 19 books altogether in the series. Um, but I'm going to try reading the first one. Oh, well, it's not the first one. Um, I think it's probably about book number five, but only because um, it's a Christmassy one. So it's it's called Daisy and the Trouble with Christmas. Um, and I don't know whether any of you have read the Daisy books. I personally hadn't heard of them until um, Ida asked me if we were going to um, or if I could read any. So I had a look and I managed to find all of them. But... They are quite expensive. So um, unless I can find, I did buy one of them, uh, which is this one. Uh, but if, 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 um, I, if you like them, I will try and see if they've got them in the library. Again, <laughs> because I can't afford to keep buying 19 of them. So, Ida, I've read the first couple of chapters and it actually is seems quite good. So, thank you for suggesting the Daisy books and hopefully everybody will like him. So, here goes. Chapter one of Daisy and the Trouble with Christmas. 
there we go. So, chapter one. The trouble with Christmas is it's too exciting. If Christmas wasn't so exciting, then what happened in the school Christmas play this afternoon would never have happened in the first place, which isn't my fault. Ask Gabby. Ask Paula Potts. Ask anyone who isn't Mrs Peters or any of the other teachers or my mum or Gabby's mum and dad. It's all Christmas's fault, not mine. If Christmas hadn't made me get so excited, then everything would have been just fine. Except it wasn't fine. It was a bit embarrassing, really. Now, that was chapter one. So we're going to go straight on to chapter two because chapter two is a bit longer. So the trouble with Christmas excitement is it gets you all over. It goes into your toes and your fingers and your elbows and your hair and your eyeballs and up your jumper. It wiggles into your brain through your ears. It gets you in your lips so you can't stop smiling. And it gets you in your legs so you can't stop skipping. It gets inside your tummy so your heartbeat won't stop going bibbidi-bibbidi-bop all the time. It even gets you in your eyelashes so you can't close your eyes properly when you go to bed. And it lasts for ages. My Christmas excitement started in September. September is when all the Christmassy things come into the shops. My mum says it's a disgrace putting Christmassy things in the shops in September. My mum says that shops should only put their Christmassy things on the shelves in about November when it's nearly Christmas, not September when it's still nearly summer. But I think she's wrong. I think shops should get rid of all their normal things, apart from sweets, in about January and then have Christmassy things on their shelves until Christmas. I love Christmassy things. In fact, when I'm about 27, that's what I'm going to be. A Christmassy thing shop owner who only ever sells Christmassy things. Well, unless Santa gives me a job, that is. The trouble with Santa is that you never get to actually see him. Even when he comes down the chimney with all your presents, you won't see him. That's because he magics you asleep before he comes. Did you know that when Santa touches the side of his nose with his finger, it makes him small enough to go up and down chimneys? It's true, because I've seen it in a book. You will never, 
ever get to see the real Santa because his magic is so good. You can still write to him, though. I wrote a letter to Santa in October. It said, To Santa, Santa's house, the North Pole. Dear Santa, please, when I grow up, can I be one of your helpers? I will try not to grow up too much because I know elves are usually very short. But I'm really good at wrapping presents and plus... I can bring my own red scissors. Plus, I would be really good at feeding Rudolph. So please, can I have a job when I'm about 17? Love, Daisy. The trouble with writing letters to Santa is they have to be sent to the North Pole, which is like the furthest away place in the world. The address reads Santa Claus, North Pole, Greenland, the world. And the trouble with walking to the North Pole is it will really make your postman's feet ache. My mum says the quickest way to send a letter to Santa is to magic it there. I thought she was going to say by hovercraft or something, but she didn't. She said if I gave my letter to her on bonfire night, she would post it for me then. So I did. Plus, I wrote my Christmas list to Santa too. Dear Santa, I know it isn't even December yet, but my mum says... She's going to magic my letter and my Christmas list to you on bonfire night. In case you didn't know, I've been really good all year. Well, nearly all year. And when I wasn't that good, it wasn't my fault. So please can I have these things for my Christmas presents. A pogo st stick that doesn't fall over, a skateboard with an engine, a yo-yo that does tricks, colouring pencils that don't snap, colouring pens that don't run out, a red and white football that scores goals, quite a fluffy hamster, a bike that fires torpedoes, bubble bath that makes the water green, craft scissors with pointy ends, a worm house with real live worms, a big cactus, chocolate money or real money so I can buy chocolate money, a skipping rope Long enough for about 20 people. A super soaker water pistol with about 10 different action squirts. And a new watch. P.S. If you run out of room on your sleigh, can I definitely have the bike that fires torpedoes first? Love, Daisy. And then lots and lots and lots of kisses. When my mum read my Christmas list, she said Santa didn't make bikes with torpedoes. 
Then she said that I would have to be on my very best behaviour right up to Christmas Day if I was going to get even half of the things I'd written down. So I promised I wouldn't get into even the slightest bit of trouble. Not before Christmas, not during Christmas, not even after Christmas. And I was doing really, really well until today. I do hope Santa wasn't watching the school Christmas play this afternoon. Well, that sounds as though it might be a pretty good story, doesn't it? So tomorrow, maybe, we'll read chapter three, because we're looking for some Christmassy stories um, coming up to Christmas. So here we are with the trouble with Christmas. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you, Ida, for your book suggestions and um, carry on guessing riddles and 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 and. Don't forget the riddle today, which is from Zoe, and it's Where do bears, kings, giants, frogs, pirates, mice and mermaids all live happily side by side? I like that one. So I am going to go and feed my children and maybe we'll have eggy bread or french toast um for breakfast who knows because it's that day so we should have it shouldn't we <laughs> anyway i am gonna go and sort my children out for school i get sorted for work and i will see you all again tomorrow but make sure you take care and stay safe bye for now